Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. Another week, another download. My name is Pete Wright. I am here with John Patton. Hello, John. Hello, Pete. Good to see you again. Good to see you as well. And Scott Lissett. Uh, Scott, how are you this morning? Very good. A pleasure to be here. I'm so glad to see you around the table here. We have a, a, a discussion this morning I think is germane to the times in which we live. What is a project management methodology? Mm-hmm. Uh, can be a, a sort of an intimidating word, methodology. And so I wonder uh, if, if you could share some thoughts on what, what a methodology is and, and why it might be important. Sure, Pete. Uh, there's some confusion about what the word methodology means. And uh, one of the things I, I see in that confusion is that it's uh, sometimes confused with the standard. So let me do a contrast here of uh, the comparison between a methodology and the standard. Now, I'll use for my uh, standard example the Project Management uh, Body of Knowledge Guide, which is published by the Project Management Institute, uh, an organization of 285,000 professionals in project management around the world. They publish a standard, a guide to the Project Management Body of Knowledge. I'll contrast that with a methodology, and I'll use the cadence methodology for project management as, as part of that. Okay. So we see in, in the, in the uh, PMBOK, which is a standard, uh, that there is a list in there of good practices in project management. So these are the commonly accepted practices, and they're listed in an order and in a structure, but there's no recommendation on how or when to use them but it's essential. Uh, Now, it does represent a common language. So there's a definition of terms, so that when professionals talk about project management, they use the same language. This becomes then the basis for certification. So exams are created and given, and with this standard, they can then certify people as professional uh, project managers. Um, And then finally, let's recognize that with 285,000 members and being the largest uh, professional body uh, in the world for project management, that it represents a global consensus. So now even in translation, we can use the same terminology when talking about project management around the world. But to be fair, it's a global standard that defines what to do, not particularly how to do it. That's correct. How to do it really moves us over into the the world of methodologies. Now, uh, first of all, any methodology needs to be flexible and adaptable to the size, risk, and complexity of the project that you're going to take on. In companies, there are a host of micro and small projects and a bunch of medium projects and a few large projects. And you don't want to apply the same techniques for planning and control, for example, even for life cycle management of these different sizes of projects. Otherwise, you would just be burdened with administrative overhead. So we've got to do the right thing given the size, risk, and complexity of the project. Now, also, uh, and second here, uh, there needs to be a recommendation in a methodology about when and how to use which tools. Now, that's just uh, what you were uh, suggesting here in in your question, Pete. And then finally, uh, although there are uh, commonly accepted uh, practices, a methodology adapts these practices to the company, uh, uh, organization, or sector that we're working in. Because we know that banking is quite different from pharmaceuticals. 
the life cycles, the customers they serve, the regulation uh, that they're subjected to, and in consumer electronics, that could be another sector, and projects are done, but there are unique factors in these projects. Well, John, um, one of the um, concerns that I've heard um, people uh, raise about uh, the word methodology is that uh, they feel that it can be rigid. And uh, I think you've just addressed with the flexibility and adaptability comments that you've just made. I think you've shown that uh, methodologies don't have to be rigid. Uh, that in fact uh, that's one of the signs of a, of a good solid methodology uh, is that it um, is uh, customizable mm -hmm. uh, to the particular application that you're looking at. Uh, Scott, there is a lot of fear in organizations about standardizing around project management. And I, I would suggest our, that our listeners uh, perform an experiment. If they would go to their Google search engine and enter the words formal project management. What they'll see is a number of organizations offering ways to avoid formal project management uh, and to do it with low overhead. So you're, you're giving me the opportunity to talk about lean project management. Mm -hmm. What we want mm -hmm. is just the right uh, planning and just the right control for size, risk, and complexity uh, on the project and not overdo it in any way. Because the focus has got to be about getting the project done. Yeah. We don't want the process to overtake getting the project done. And uh, let me give an example of that. Uh, so okay. um, what that means is that when the project team is assembling the project plan, uh, it's going to be uh, a longer document for a large project than it is for a very small project. Oh, yes. Because yeah. you don't need to do everything on a small project. Sure. Uh, but you need to understand which things do you need to do on a small project to do it successfully without adding too much uh, planning uh, and burdening the project with that level of overhead as you were talking about. Sure. You know, most of the project plans that I see in, in our client companies for small projects are around five pages, sometimes up to ten. A uh, micro project that I mentioned earlier, one page, just a hand-drawn Gantt chart. Yeah. Because it's so small, it's under 300 hours, you know, between 80 and 300 hours of total effort by all the people. Whereas a medium and larger project, we've seen plans that are pretty comprehensive. Mm -hmm. Let me just ask a question before we wrap up here. What, you mentioned that, you know, if you do a Google search for formal project management, you'll see companies trying to avoid formal project management. And, and you hear, you know, in marketing language for trainers, not just in the project management field, but in software development and consulting, that we avoid uh, a rigorous methodology, you know, we're very flexible. Why is that language appealing to organizations when it sounds like if you find a methodology that is flexible and adaptable and works, that should be the, uh, the, the target, the goal. Why, why do companies try to avoid it? Well, it's done to soothe the fears of potential clients. And uh, so what, what we want to do is, is say to the client, uh, we have a methodology that is rigorous enough to uh, give you a lot of control when you need it, but not overdo it when you don't need it. So that's what we mean by this flexibility and adaptability. It's got to match the need of the project and the organization. And you know, support comes from understanding. 
So the people who are working on the project need to understand and buy in to what they're doing and, uh, and, and, and really believe that there's going to be benefit uh, from this kind of uh, planning and control. And um, uh, one last point is that it is critical, though, that the methodology be in alignment with uh, best practices. And um, we've been talking about uh, the cadence methodology here as an example. And, uh, and that methodology does align with the PMBOK that John was talking about at the beginning of the session. So it's not something that just comes out of left field. Um, and um, uh, the other way that I think um, companies uh, get uh, fearful of using um, uh, a methodology is that they may feel that all they have to do is go out and buy a copy of the PMBOK, read it, and then that's all they need to know. Um, and um, that's where uh, having uh, a methodology that will uh, uh, customize what's in the PMBOK, show them what they need for a particular project, what maybe they don't need. Um, that's where the art comes in, not just the science begs the of question, project can, management. Can you pass the PMP exam by just memorizing the PMBOK? Uh, well, you can't take the PMP exam uh, <laughs> unless, you have, uh, <laughs> unless you have actual project management experience. Yeah, sure. You yeah. can't take the exam. Uh, but. Uh, if you're a very good test taker uh, and you've got a good memory. It does uh, test for application. Let's be clear on that. But uh, as, as Scott says, vocabulary uh, is, is a good portion of the test, yeah. knowing the right definition of the terms, of course. Great discussion, Jens. Thank you so much. And I think we'll be talking more about this in upcoming episodes, uh, uh, delving a little bit deeper. So uh, stay tuned. Please join us again this week. Uh, on behalf of Scott Lissett and John Patton, I'm Pete Wright. Thanks for listening to Ask Cadence.